truck and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Dace Show. Hey, happy Monday. Thanks for tuning in here live and on demand on The Blaze. I'm Steve Dace, Todd Erz, and Aaron McIntyre here with us. You will notice all three of us are rocking t-shirts today because... Summer has decided to give us one last gasp here in central Iowa. It is hot and steamy, so we all kind of had the same idea. Of course, we're all also guys and lazy. And if you let us just dress like this for work year-round, we we likely will just do that too. Right. Uh, 888-900-3393 is the number here to the blaze. We're going to have our Monday town hall coming up uh, next hour. We're going to tell you the topic. And this is this is one where we need your help. Because I, I don't know anybody, like anybody, that, that's buying this narrative. But maybe you've got some lefty friends, family members that you see what they're posting about it on Facebook or on social media or what they're saying, uh, you know, when you guys get together. And I, I'd love to know what their rationale is. We'll tell you what that is here in just a moment. 888-900-3393. You can also let us know what you think about what we think via the stevedace.com inbox. Email the program steve at stevedace.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. And the last name is spelled D-E-A-C-E. Before we get going with today's program, I want to make sure I mention this right from the top so I don't forget later. We've been telling you about this cruise through history all this year. Uh, Glenn Beck and a bunch of the VIPs here at The Blaze are hosting this next spring. It's an opportunity to go through uh, the Mediterranean, uh, through the Middle East. You're going to visit Athens, Rome, Jerusalem. You're going to see really the birthplace of Western civilization, which is what inspired what we call here on our side of the pond, American exceptionalism, plenty of fun nightlife but a lot of cool learning as well. Uh, it's for all ages, so you can bring the kids and the grandkids with you too and hang out with some pretty cool people from the blaze here during that period of time as well. But it's getting close to sold out. We've only got a few spots left. So if this is something you've been thinking about, don't hesitate. At least go to the website and see uh, if it lines up with your schedule, with your budget. ComeSailAway.com is where you can go to learn more. All right? ComeSailAway.com. And again, this is all-inclusive. All right? So that includes the airfare, gratuities, everything. All-inclusive in the pricing, but time is running short at ComeSailAway.com. Our good friend Bob Vanderplatz will be joining us here at the bottom of the hour. But before we get to all of that... Here's Aaron with a rundown of what happened while we were away. What happened while we were away brought to you by Relitigation. The New York Times published a story this weekend of one Deborah Ramirez. The Times claims now Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh dropped trowel and shoved his penis at her face during a party while the two were attending Yale. Of course, this means every single lefty and their mother's dog were beating the drum for one thing. Kamala Harris, he was put on the court through a sham process and his place on the court is an insult to the pursuit of truth and justice. He must be impeached. Elizabeth Warren, confirmation is not exoneration and these newest revelations are disturbing. Like the man who appointed him, Kavanaugh should be impeached. Bernie Sanders, the revelations today confirm what we already knew. During his hearing, Kavanaugh faced credible accusations and likely lied to Congress. I support any appropriate constitutional mechanism to hold him accountable. Beto O'Rourke, we know he lied under oath. He should be impeached. 
Cory Booker, I stand with survivors and countless other Americans in calling for impeachment proceedings to begin. Anywho, on a completely unrelated note, the New York Times later updated their story, which was adapted from a forthcoming book on the subject matter, to make a just a small, small correction. Deborah Ramirez, the woman who supposedly had Brett Kavanaugh's penis shoved in her face, doesn't remember the incident at all. That's right, we relitigated the Kavanaugh mess from last year, all on a story from the New York Times whose main claim turned out to be, at the very, very best, hearsay. In other words, this was the most American politics weekend that ever American politics weekended. And on a further completely unrelated note, it was reported late last week that the father of Kavanaugh's chief accuser, that would be Christine Blasey Ford, admitted he supported Kavanaugh's nomination to the Supreme Court. So there's that. And now learning Spanish today. Today's phrase is, journalism is magical and not at all broken. El periodismo es mágico y no está para nada roto. Moving on, Robert Francis is taking some heat from Democrats over his plan to confiscate your guns. I'll quote him, hell yes, we are going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. Are you supportive of a mandatory buyback program for all of those weapons, all of those assault rifles on America's streets right now? I am not. Uh, and I frankly think that that clip will be played for years uh, at uh, Second Amendment uh, rallies uh, with organizations that uh, try to scare people by saying Democrats are coming for your guns. Okay. Um, I'm a gun owner. So uh, my uh, sons and I have gone skeet shooting and hunting. And frankly, um, I don't think um, uh, having our presidential candidates like uh, uh, Congressman O'Rourke did um, say that we're going to try and take people's guns uh, against their will is a wise uh, either Did he hurt policy the party? or political move. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has some thoughts on Miami, Florida. What is not realistic is not responding to the crisis on the, on the not responding with the solution on the scale of the crisis. Because what's not realistic is Miami not existing in a few years. That Minnesota Congresswoman Elon Omar has yet to comment about the ongoing brutal assaults taking place in her district. What we're watching is a brutal beating of a man by a group of thugs. Lest you think this is some random place in inner city Minneapolis. This actually took place at Target Field Plaza, the home field of the Minnesota Twins. Thousands of dead baby body parts were found at the home of a former South Bend, Indiana abortionist. The remains were discovered while family members were searching through the home of Dr. Ulrich Klopfer, who passed away on September 3rd. WSBT-TV reports Klopfer used to practice at the Women's Pavilion in South Bend. His medical license was suspended in 2015 after he was accused of failing to report an abortion on a 13-year-old girl. A former NFL player has been charged for a racial hoax that police say he perpetrated on his own business in order to file a bogus insurance claim. Georgia police responded to a report of a robbery on Wednesday at the Create and Bake restaurant in Kaufman's Creamery, owned by Edon Kaufman. Police who were in the area pulled over a black truck that had the license plate obscured, thinking it might be involved with the robbery. Turned out to be Kaufman. And finally, PragerU got people to comment on modern art that was made by a two-year-old. Watch this. This is my art. I'm a local artist here in L.A. What do you see in this one here? A dagger at your back, apparently. It looks like a long sword dripping down the side. But it's, it's yellow, so it might be a cowardly sword. 
Yeah. It's, it's straight up symbolic. Yeah. I feel like you're just going back into a different place yeah. and something else. Like a different country? Like a different country at a different time and place. Yeah. And you were just trying to, you know, draw how they drew. That one to me, I made it kind of representing my masculinity in America. Was that a flaccid centerpiece or? Yes. Oh, I see. Yeah. I feel like you're looking through a window at like a landscape. <laughs> you're so good. And that's what happened? Well, we were away. Yes. We are looking through a window. Uh, it's called Your Head, and we found there's like nothing in it. Uh, that video by PragerU is outstanding. And I love to see this. Now Campus Reform has kind of built their brand doing stuff like this. PragerU kind of came over the top rope with the, the toddler uh, watercolors as modern art. But... More and more, we're doing something I've long advocated on this show. And when I've worked with with uh, causes or candidates in the past, you guys have heard me say this. If it's funny, you can be vicious. And more and more, we are using humor as a weapon. And it's stuff like that. That's really why they wanted to monetize PragerU. That's really why Snopes is obsessed with the Babylon Bee. Because the one thing the devil hates the most is to be mocked. Aaron's Montage brought to you by our friends over at RidUZone. If you are struggling to reach the health goals that you're striving for, and and the bugaboo, surprisingly, you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm actually kind of enjoying exercising more, walking more, getting more active. But the bugaboo is I, I'm, I'm hungry all the time and I'm struggling with my portion sizes, with cravings, etc. Well, you know, your body was made to conserve calories. It's only been in the last century or so in human history that food was convenient anywhere on the planet except for the 1%, all right? So this is a relatively new development in human history. So your bodies were made to conserve calories. Luckily, uh, they were also given a molecule there, kind of a check and balance called OEA. And it goes from the belly to the brain to let the brain know when the belly is full, but for various reasons for, uh, you know, sometimes self-inflicted, sometimes not. That signal's just not as strong as it needs to be. And that's where Riduzone comes in. If you turn over the bottle, you're going to find it's not loaded with chemicals, stimulants, and caffeine. All it is, is this supplement of OEA. That's it. That's why it's FDA accepted. That's why it's also gluten-free, vegan-friendly. It's not loaded with a bunch of additives. It's just OEA. If you want to give it a shot and see if this might be missing in your battle against your bulge, uh, go to the website, riduzone.com. They'll give you 30% off a three-month supply when you use my name, Steve, as a promo code. Promo code Steve to get 30% off a three-month supply of Riduzone at riduzone.com. That's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E for RidUZone.com. All right, for the overtime today for our Blaze TV subscribers, we're going to be discussing the uh, the situation going on with Iran, Saudi Arabia, uh, oil tankers, the Straits of Hormuz, uh, are these acts of war, which should be the U.S. response, if any. We're going to be going through that today coming up. Uh, in the the overtime. So if you're a Blaze TV subscriber, good news for you is we're going to film that right after today's show and you'll get it earlier or later this afternoon. If you're not yet a Blaze TV subscriber, why not choose today to take advantage of my name as a promo code again? BlazeTV.com slash Dace. BlazeTV.com slash Dace is how you'll get a reduced subscription to everything we do here at Blaze TV, including today's overtime. Now to what is uh, elsewhere inside of Aaron's montage. So we have Ocasio-Cortez saying Miami's just not going to be there. 
anymore. Yep. In, right? a, in a few years. In a few years. You know, I um, we it's under new management now. So I'm, I'm hoping this is going to change. But the only magazine I've ever subscribed to in my life where I wasn't scammed or someone give it, didn't give it to me as a gift. I mean, I voluntarily, out of my own pocket, paid to subscribe to it with Sports Illustrated. And I canceled it several years ago when they ran the headline about global warming destroying sports. And it, I think it was, the, it was the Florida Marlins that were on the cover of that issue and that Miami was going to be underwater. Todd, can you Google how many years ago that, that Sports Illustrated cover was? I can. Find that out really quick because I know that occurred before you guys came to work here. So I want to say that was like back in 2013, 2014. Aaron, that would meet a definition of a few years, right? I mean, that's five, six years that's ago. That's being very generous. Yeah, yes. I mean, that's that's at least half the time that Beto and Ocasio and these leftists say that we have to live, right? That the planet has to live. That Get to higher ground. That Andrew, Andrew Yang is saying, hey, take $1,000 a month for me and get to higher ground, right? Yep. Pull a little Stevie Wonder, got to get to higher ground, right? Mm-hmm. So that was kind of my last straw that, that I didn't really want to acknowledge just because I, 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 as I get older, I'm getting tired of assuming the worst in people. Um, and I didn't. <laughs> now I'm, I'm not. Yeah, so I know you're old, not. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm like, I, I really don't want to believe it's a cult. I think it was just last year, 2018. They ran that just last year? No, it was older than that. You guys, because I remember your, your, your predecessors in these chairs and I talking about it at the time. It was a Sports Illustrated cover, and it had the Florida Marlins underwater. Okay, I see one with the Marlins. It just had a the wrong date next to it. Let me. I, I okay. almost have it. Okay, and that was that's when I tapped out. That was that's the only magazine I've ever subscribed to in my life. I've subscribed to it for many many years. Um, that was it. I tapped out and haven't been back. It's under new management now, so I'm hoping they they might get back to just covering. Sports. Okay, 2007. Dontrell Willis. Willis is up to his waist in water. Yeah, that was it. That's it. That's it. it, yes. That's 12 years ago. Shouldn't we all be dead by now? Shouldn't we all be dead by now? In fact, send me the link to that. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to tweet that out later. All right. Um, we're going to talk also with Bob Vanderplas at the bottom of the hour. <clears throat> pardon me, about the situation there in South Bend, Indiana, Mayor Pete's hometown. We may have a serial killer worse than Gosnell there now. Uh, we're going to talk about that story with Bob Vanderplatz and what it, if, how the pro-life movement should respond to this. If, if only there was a major Catholic institution in that same town who could have really brought light to this during the time and it's asking too oh, much. Sorry, that's asking too much, Todd. There, there's nothing. There's no such institution there in South Bend, Indiana, is there? I mean, the, the television station that reported this was WNDU. Would you happen to know what... Does NDU stand for something? North Dakota University. Uh, no, not in Indiana. Not in Indiana. Does, it, does NDU stand for anything? Do you know? It needs to stand for the excommunications will continue until morale improves. There you That's go. That's what it needs to stand for. There you go. Beta O'Rourke. If, if Donald Trump is taking the oath of office, again... On January of 2021, he is going to owe Congressman O'Rourke, and he's going to have to itemize an in-kind contribution here, all right? 
And the fact that, you, you, you know, I wondered about this when we played the clip of this last week, Aaron, and the MSNBC acre, was, you know, after he yep. said this at the debate, and the MSNBC acre is like, you don't really mean, like, you're going to go, hell yeah, I do. Almost like you're not, you know, you're not, you know, at our party meetings, we, we know we don't say this stuff out loud. You know this, right? Well, what's happening here is, is Beto's campaign is imploding. It's flailing. And it's become an embarrassment. He had all these record numbers of, of, of donations when he first launched. He nearly beat Ted Cruz in the 2018 midterms. He was supposed to be a big star. And he has been weighed, measured, and found wanting even by Democratic voters. And he's descended now. He's the new Eric Swellwell. I remember him. Exactly. And what's, what's happened is he's so desperate here to revitalize his campaign that he's doing the sorts of things Democrats haven't really done a lot tactically, which, which they're doing it more in the Trump era. And if, if, if this to me is, is the greatest compliment I could give to the Trump presidency is it's provoked a lot of this. It, is, it has provoked a lot of the things that people like me that do shows like we do have tried to tell you many, many years before Donald Trump showed up. This is what these people really mean and where they really want to go. And we were always told we're crazy for this, right? Like, you know, I remember it, when Debbie Wasserman Schultz called you a demagogue and a racist and a homophobe and probably a xenophobe too, if you dared call Democrats socialists. She's the former head of the DNC. You know, that was way back in 2016. Right. And now you have her successor, Tom Perez, openly saying it. They're, they're openly admitting the things we told you they really meant for many years now. And what's happening here is, 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 is Beto has violated the bylaws of the party because he's flailing badly. And he's looking, he's trying to find something. And in a way, as a dude, I almost respect it because I've really doubted this guy's T level ever since I first found out about him. This is like the first time I thought, yeah, there, there might be a dude in there. Like the idea that he has some, he's desperate enough to be competitive, that he's willing to just be this honest rather than Eric Swellwell. Here's what he did. I mean, he, he tried emasculating himself out in the open went nowhere and then we just got up one day and he did that the political equivalent of that homer gif homer simpson gif where he just slowly retreats into the bushes he sends out this tweet i'm i'm dropping out of the race and then like his like disappeared and no one's heard from him for like three months right beto's at least got there's there's less beta in there than i thought he's at least got some masculine level of competitiveness where he's like you know i've got to make this work i've got too much writing on this and so the way that he has decided to make this work is to be mind-numbingly honest. The, the way that he has decided to try to make his candidacy, uh, to resurrect it, is, is by literally giving us almost a hidden camera trick inside party headquarters to see what it is they really say to one another. You know, the stuff you used to try to have to provoke your peers at the Wine Register to say when they thought it was just you guys quietly sure. in the newsrooms. Right? This is, these are the things they believe. All right? They absolutely believe this. They just don't want to have to come out and say it. And then you've got, uh, who's the congressman there? With Chris Coons. Chris Coons. 
doing the political equivalent of some of my best friends are black with, well, I own a couple of guns. <laughs> did you guys hear that Alyssa Milano did that with Ted Cruz yep. last week? Mm -hmm. said, well, I actually have a couple of weapons for self-defense. Yeah. Then, then why the hell are we having this conversation? Exactly. What, what are we here for then? Yeah. You, you, you don't even believe, you don't even, see, I've told you, they, I don't believe they believe much of this stuff. I don't. Now, that doesn't mean there aren't statist leftists who really do believe this. But I think a lot of the people that we see as celebrities and others that are using this stuff, they just, they don't believe it. They're in a cult. They haven't really figured out the full ramifications of what it is they actually believe, you know? And um, this is, and in the end, you watch the way they live their lives. They have armed security. They own guns. They live in gated communities. They wouldn't dare put their kids in these public schools. That tells you in the end, you know a tree by its fruit. You know, the whole faith without works thing works in pretty much every religion, not just the, the Christian one. So, you know, they, they can kvetch all they want on Twitter. This is where the term virtue signaling comes from. But Alyssa Milano doesn't really believe most of the stuff she says. And most of them don't. Most of, your, most of the celebrity liberals don't. They just, this is what has to be said. But every once in a while, and increasingly, those once in a whiles are occurring now. They'll tell you what they really believe if they get total control of the country. And that's what Beta O'Rourke is doing. And it's incredibly damaging to the Democratic Party. Especially at a time where the NRA is imploding at the moment. You have a, a, a Republican president in office who has shown many, several times now to his initial aptitude and, and reaction is to be sympathetic to gun control, right? We've seen this several times. So they got, a, they got a gun squish, you know, who's really been a lifelong Manhattanite that doesn't understand gun culture either. All right. So, you know, how many times have you seen Donald Trump's been skeet shooting? Do you think? How many times? Probably fewer times than me. And I have never done it. Okay. So there's a squish Republican on this issue in the White House. The NRA is imploding with allegations and counter allegations this would be the time that if you were really thinking this through, just to be quiet. Polls are showing people want gun control, but then when, they, when you ask them in those same polls, do you believe these solutions will stop gun violence? They say no, but we're at the something must be done phase. That's kind of where the public is at, right? So the NRA is imploding. You had a squish on guns Republican president, and the public is at the something must be done phase. This is normally the snatching defeat from the jaws of victory that a Republican does. And in the face of this, the Cloward-Piven plan says, Shh. keep it chill. Wait this thing out. This is the confluence of events we have been waiting for. And in the midst of that moment, Beta O'Rourke comes out, almost like a vaudeville act, like you expect him with a cane and a cap, dancing on the stage. Hell yeah, we're taking your guns. And suddenly, the whole dynamic changes. It's like he woke a lot of people up. They were like, I don't know, maybe something really needs to be done. And he's like, oh yeah, that's why I own a gun. I remember now why we, why we have this whole Second Amendment thing. Thank you, Beto. Beto O'Rourke has, has engaged in the most successful Second Amendment advocacy I have seen in my career just since last Thursday. So, um, in many respects, what he has done here 
is what the Kavanaugh hearings did for the Republican base in 2018. Because if it weren't for Brett Kavanaugh, if you thought that was a bad House election for Republicans, it was going to be Watergate bad. Uh, Watergate election year bad before Brett Kavanaugh. Once it became obvious, this is all baseless. There's no evidence at all. They can't even establish independently that these two individuals, Christy Blasey Ford and Brett Kavanaugh, even actually knew each other. And now you're learning that her father supported Brett Kavanaugh's nomination and offered help to his nomination team? And then over the weekend, they bust this out again. Only to have the newspaper that, that had this. I get, up to, I get up yesterday morning getting ready for church. I'm scanning the headlines. And this is all over the place. And I, just, and I reiterated what I said when this happened last fall. If, if you know... Now, in, in, in that area of, of Georgetown and, 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 and Maryland, in that area, there is no statute of limitations on sexual assault. In Alabama, there is no statute of limitations of sexual assault on a minor. So if you know of a prospective U.S. senator or a prospective Supreme Court justice that has committed wicked acts of sexual assault, instead of calling a cable news network or partisan political writers, call the police, call the authorities, please. The people that can are actually empowered to do something about these things. That's just what the patriarchy would say, Steve. Exactly. So this story is all over the all over trending everywhere. When I get up yesterday morning, it's it's NFL Sunday. I'm tuning out. I'm watching games. Late in the evening, I decided to get checked back into what went on, so I'm, I'm ready to go for the show here today. And lo and behold, did the New York Times issue the mother of all corrections. Well, it turns out that the woman in question that this supposedly happened to, and, and, and the allegation is another guy grabbed Brett Kavanaugh's penis. <laughs> Now, now I, I, I was I was immersed in high school college party culture. How about you, Todd? You Madison is one of the notorious party schools, right? <laughs> what what happens if another guy grabs your penis at a party, Todd? What happens? When, Todd, you know we all know. Aaron, you were homeschooled. You know. Yep. Do you know? Um, that guy's uh, How, gonna have a nasal issue. Yes, every guy knows. Every guy knows. If another guy grabs your penis at a party, mama has to die tonight. Every guy knows this, Todd. You know. He was homeschooled. He knows. Uh, another funny. guy grabs your penis at a party. Someone, 187, call Flavor Flav. Somebody call 911. Someone yeah. is dying tonight. Is that not the universal yeah. dude code? While the Beto part of the dude code we discussed a little before, that's a little bit more esoteric. This part is fun. This is an absolute. This is 101 stuff. You you went to Wisconsin. I went to another Big Ten school. You went to a Christian ministry school. Mm -hmm. Is this an absolute? Yeah. Yeah. That's, Someone dies tonight. That's a no-go zone. Yes. Someone dies. And, and no jury will... Well, now they might, nowadays. But back in the day, everyone looked at that guy and said, well, he needed killing for that. You're wasting our time bringing this to court. He needed killing. You're, in fact, 
we're going to go, you're guilty because you didn't kill him instantly for that. I mean, that's the guy code. Someone dies for this. So someone else grabbed his penis and lived to tell about it. That's the first sign this is a scam. That's the first sign. But then Brett Kavanaugh is not even actually guilty of anything. Someone else grabbed his penis, put it in this woman's face, and it's, it's trending everywhere in the world until late in the evening when the New York Times says, oh, by the way, we, we forgot to tell you that she doesn't remember this and didn't want to be interviewed about it because she doesn't remember it. Well, it was from and, a third party as well. Yeah. And the Who, third party didn't want to be interviewed about yeah, it. Yeah, yes. He's a Clinton operative. Yes. Yeah. It's legit. I mean, this is... Airtight. This is such a... This is... I don't even know what to say to this. They cannot be this collectively stupid. So they, they are just now telling you we're propaganda. That's all we're doing here. I'll take reasons why I think progress is no longer a website for $1,000, Yes, Alex. yeah, we're, we're, we're just here racking up resistance clicks and subscriptions. That's all we're doing. We have no interest in the news on any level whatsoever. Now, I'm going to have more to say about this, and this is what we're going to discuss during the town hall portion of the program. We open up the phone lines in hour two. Because I want to know, do you know anybody that buys these narratives? And if you do, what's their reasoning for it? We'll have that conversation in hour number two. We're going to talk, though, about the next Gosnell next. If you're one of millions of Americans fighting what's called chronic pain, this is pain that comes from inflammation in the body, not from necessarily from an injury. All right. So if you've got an affliction, an injury, that requires a different kind of treatment. But inflammation uh, can be a problem in the body. That's uh, things that can happen behaviorally. It can happen sometimes because we overuse other parts of our body to compensate for areas that where we are injured, for example. Um, or it could also occur because you've been sedentary for too long and now you're trying to get healthy and get active. Whatever the reason, I mean, like also happens just because we get older. Whatever the reasons may be, all right? I, I think I've got your solution. It's called Relief Factor. It's a product that's part of my daily regimen. Uh, I, can't, I can't even begin to tell you the positive changes I've seen as a result. I started using this a few months ago and I don't think you guys have heard me complain once yet. Have you? About post-workout? No soreness because nope. I usually get done working out about an hour before we come in here to do the show. How often was I complaining about that before I started taking this? Regularly scheduled to the point it was almost going to be a dude code violation. Yeah, we were in that neighborhood. It, it, we were hovering over that, right? So here's the two things I love about the relief factor the most. It's 100% drug free, even though it's a formula created by physicians. So these are medical professionals that could prescribe drugs. <clears throat> but they know that they're that really when they do so, most of the time they're just treating symptoms. The body was made to push back against inflammation. All right. And that's where Relief Factor comes in. Four key natural ingredients that are going to help your body do exactly that. And now you can get the starter kit. You can try it for a dollar a day for three weeks, 20 bucks. What do you have to lose for a dollar a day for three weeks, except maybe finally, hopefully the pain? Go get the starter kit at relieffactor.com. Again, that's relieffactor.com. Our good friend Bob Vanderplatz is here from the Family Leader. Good to see you, brother. How are you? 
Well, it depends how this segment goes. After listening to your last segment, I'm still doing pretty good. I, I don't. I, we all recognize you. You went to school in Northwest Iowa. You were Christian high school. Christian high school. Dude, code said that happens to you at a party. What is with the New York Times as alleging with no evidence apparently uh, that happened to Brett Kavanaugh and then a woman at a party that happens at a party in Northwest Iowa Christian high school. What happens? Uh, it won't be good. We'd probably break out singing the Eagle song, like I said, in the break. Yeah, there's yeah. going to be a heartache. In fact, Glenn, Wright, Glenn Fry wrote that song. Somebody's going to get hurt tonight. Yeah, somebody must have done that to him at a party. That's why he wrote that. All right. When you were a principal at First a First of all, I never heard of this, and I've been a high school principal. I've been a teacher. Been a, never, ever, ever heard of this happening in my life now, until the true, I read this the true report. Te- the true test for you is former Christian high school principal. No, former public high school from, principal. Former public high school principal. I went to a Christian high went school. Went to a Christian high school. So former public school principal. You find out that there's a fight on campus because one guy did this to another guy the night before. And that guy got his ass beat for doing it. They get they put into your office. Your response is what? Uh, we go on to the next topic. Yeah. So that, that we call that law of the jungle kids and less, consider that a lesson learned. So we all agree. The Christian schooled kid the, who's a former public school principal, the kid who went to all the pagan schools, the Catholic who went to the University of Wisconsin, and the homeschooled kid who most of the time has no idea what this stuff is even means, all right, because he actually had a good family that shielded him from stuff like this, right? We all, though, understand that if this actually were to occur, violence is the only acceptable solution and it is the perfectly acceptable solution we all agree on this aye aye unanimous and all dudes said yes that are listening all four of you so we can all move on that should have been the first clue that this story was bunk even before the woman said i don't want to talk about it because i don't remember it all right so let's let that slide for a second the great irony of this is and you and i were talking about this before the break this is all about Roe v. Wade. It is all about Roe v. Wade. What, how confident are you that Brett Kavanaugh is a vote against Roe v. Wade? I'm not confident. We even talked about that. Is we were having his back in the hearings, and we were having his back in the hearings because it was a public lynching without evidence, just right. trying to, to destroy a guy and his family and his career. But we were never confident that this was a, a firm vote against Roe v. Wade. But what this is is a way that we can discredit Kavanaugh with another allegation to say now he should be impeached because that would also give fuel to the fire for the presidential campaign because there'd be a Supreme Court justice at stake as well. Is there a point, we were discussing this during the break as well, so let me bring it up here on the air to to you and Todd. Is there a point, I think all of us believe this guy's a squish on this issue and kind of car robe and black robe, right? But is there a point where they continue to mess with your life like this, man? I mean, we're not even talking the normal, you're a racist, misogynist. I mean, these are the kind, this is scarlet letter territory. The kind of stuff where they're just trying to ruin you on a human level now. Is there a point where you think, if you're Brett Kavanaugh, unless you just really believe in baby killing, like it, is there a point where the more they continue to do this to you, like, yeah, we're going to take some cases up here, guns up, how you like me now, how you like them apples, and I really had no intention of being a vote against Roe v. Wade, but you guys, your attempt to ruin my life over this has changed my mind. Is, it, it could, is, is, is there any point where that happens, do you think, Todd? Well, I think a, a legitimate change of mind. I think if you really reflect, I, I, I truly did not appreciate the malice in this world and how it twists things. And so I'm going to reevaluate how it perhaps twisted how I think about things. That I think it could happen, but out of pure spite... 
I, I think we've already seen how he's acted, and I don't. I, I think we would have seen some of that by now. You know, you saw that in his hearing when he saved his bacon, his own bacon no, last he, year. We saved his bacon, but that was selfish. Okay, I don't. I don't. I don't think. I think he would be just as selfish in just continuing to write the same old jurisprudence, unless it's a authentic change of reason. Like I was just wrong about this issue all along. What do you think? What do you think, Bob? Well, I agree with what your sentiment is in the question, because I think justice is blind, but he is still human. And now here's the deal. They're challenging him to do the right thing according to a moral code, the right thing according to what science is revealing all the time. So all of a sudden, I think you could convince yourself pretty quickly, hey, this is the right thing to do anyhow. And these guys, there's a reason why they're willing to to lie, cheat, steal, wreck my life to make sure this continues to happen. I think I'd investigate it a little bit further on a human scale, but it's also going to propel me to do what I think would be the right thing anyhow. I, I would go so far as to say, I think the odds are double that he's going to vote. He'd be a vote against Roe than they were before this started. Now that might be from one to 2%. That might be from four to eight. It might be from five to 10. Know what I'm saying? 15 to 30. I, I don't know what the, what I wasn't very optimistic going in, but um, but if it's 25 to 50, yeah, I, I, that's I, all you need. I think this is a, I think trying to destroy a guy and his livelihood like this. And, and because you make it that he can't show himself anywhere publicly anymore. Right. This, this is, I don't know. I, I think it, I, I think it's a, it's a way overplay of their hand where it's, it's similar to what we just talked about with Beta O'Rourke, the NRA in disarray, Corruption charges, counter-corruption charges. You've got a squish on the gun issue. Republican president whose initial inclination every time there's a tragedy is to is to ban something or talk about gun control. This would, the polls are showing people want gun control while admitting they don't believe it will actually stop any gun violence. At the same time, this is a point in time where you just shut up and just let the 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 series of unfortunate events play itself out. You're getting your way on this issue if you're Democrats, and they got Beto O'Rourke essentially taking us behind the scenes into the party meeting, say, "Hell yeah, we're coming for your guns." Now the now that whole narrative's blown up. They're doing the same thing here with Kavanaugh. He there's no way, no way before we heard the name Christy Blasey Ford or Blasey, whatever it's pronounced. There's no way if you looked at his record, if you looked at his testimony before all of this. There is no way that was any chance of being a vote against Roe. None. None, 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 none at all. They should have just put him on the court to screw us. He was telling him, I'm not a vote against Roe, guys. He said everything other than those words that you wanted to hear in terms of code. I think think they've they've hurt themselves by treating him like this. Well, they probably have hurt themselves, and I agree with you, and that's all based on emotion. I think what we want to talk about in this segment, which you brought up to me earlier on— Well, it ties into this, Yeah, what what happened to South Bend, Mm -hmm. that should open his eyes more than anything. What the heck is going on there? So these stories tie in because— They they all tie in. We're sitting here talking, do you think Brett Kavanaugh is a vote against Roe? But you have to have a case that gets before the court that challenges the merits of Roe, right? We have not not engineered one, the pro-life movement, since Casey in 1992, the year before Aaron was born, Mm -hmm. right? You know, and, and he's the one that makes all of this go that you see. He is responsible for making all of it happen. And he wasn't born— the last time we put a case before the court that actually challenged the merits of Roe. And and just like I said with Gosnell, Bob, same thing here with this Klopcher guy in South Bend, Indiana, who may be an even worse serial killer. 
Um, certainly has uh, some Buffalo Bill Hannibal Lecter in him in terms of keep the memento keeping. Over two thousand fetal remains were found on, on you know on his uh, on his premises. This is a situation where. And and why did he lose his medical license? Because they found out that he get, did, did an abortion for a 13-year-old. Whenever we pass these bills that say, if you get a sonogram first, then we can kill the kid. It, you know, it, 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 every one of these that ends with, and then you can kill the baby. You lost the argument. You lost the argument because who is responsible for doing all of the statistical reporting? The doctors. The doctors from the abortion clinics are. They're, you're, you're, you're leaving it up to them to say, here's how this woman conceived. Here's how far along the child is. Here was its level of development. Here's her true medical condition. Do you think if you're going to bed every night murdering and dismembering little babies is lying on a form that big of an issue to you? But, but we have spent, I know it's laughable to say this out loud, but for decades, this has been our entire legislative strategy is to pass these kinds of restrictions while expecting the people who are doing the murdering to tell us the truth about the murders they're committing. This is entirely a fallacy. So what's the point of even arguing if Brett Kavanaugh is a vote against Roe when we don't orchestrate any cases that would actually get the, to the court? That's why when is a life a life? When does life begin? Does a heartbeat signify life? The, the situation there in South Bend is another reminder Every pro-life bill we do, if it doesn't beg those questions, we've just wasted our time. And what that South Bend case should do, though, should ramp up that argument more bigger than life, no pun intended. But Steve, it's like you and I talked over the weekend. Uh, when I read that story, you bet it's shocking. But should we be shocked at all when somebody's profession is killing babies? Should we be shocked that they're willing to lie? Should we be shocked that they're willing to store them at their home? I mean, you think, what kind of a deranged person would do that? Well, what kind of a deranged person would kill babies and kill babies for a living? Mm -hmm. And that's why I think this all plays together in the whole Kavanaugh deal about trying to discredit him. And then as well as does it play into the presidency about why we need to replace Trump, who can replace justices that will keep uh, the baby killing factory going. So you you're involved in a lot of pro-life and national pro-life conversations. We are seeing more and more states. Iowa did this. Alabama did this. Tennessee is discussing doing it now. Ohio has done this. We're seeing more and more states go down the road of saying, you know, on one hand, we've got national right to life telling us we can't do anything until Roe v. Wade is gone. Well, then, on the other hand, you're telling us not to come up with anything that would actually challenge Roe v. Wade. So if nothing can happen until now, I don't even agree with that. I don't agree that a governor has to sit there and uphold um, right. immoral laws. I don't believe in that. All right. But on one hand, you can't tell me that nothing can be done until the court overturns Roe and then send Jim Bob to every state to oppose every effort we make to overturn Roe. Do you sense pro-life leadership around the country, not grifters, leaders, because there's plenty of grifters in this, let's be honest. Do you sense leaders are, are, are realizing the time for timidity is at an end? I really do. Matter of fact, I'm seeing this organizationally, but I'm also seeing it amongst funders of this. And what I mean by that, they're saying, you know what, uh, the time for the full leadership is over. We have an opportunity. Let's strike. Let's move it in front of the court. If it has to go in front of the court, let's call on Trump to do executive action. They're, they're saying, you know what, I'm tired of this. And the organizational leaders, which is interesting, which at one time, we're saying, no, no, let's just do the incremental stuff about, and then you can kill the baby, are now kind of like, where's that gotten us? 
let's get something in front of the court. And that's why I think we need to do that. But I think I think the donors are also pushing that, saying, you know what, the time is now, move on it. If if they're going to be brutally honest, like Ralph Northam was, um, like uh, the state of New York has been, and others, that, yeah, we're fine with you killing the kid even after it's born if you don't want it. And we're going to uncover now another one of these. This is almost providential, by the way. I mean, folks, so last week we talked about Pete Buttigieg. And what did we talk about? We talked about a, uh, you know, basically cherry-picking the scriptures and him trying to have the moral high ground to basically troll the Christians. And his most recent offense, where he clearly, his reach exceeded his grasp, and he outkicked his coverage, which, which once and for all confirmed, he's well, not life serious. Issue. Which issue was it? The life issue, where he said, life begins the at life issue. breath. And, and it's clear in the scriptures that life begins at breath. And literally just days after he goes there? Just days after he goes there in his own city where he's the mayor, a guy, somebody worse than Gosnell is revealed. You wrote a nefarious plot. Yeah. You can't write this stuff. No, this is providence, man. You do not be deceived. God will not be mocked. Man will always reap what he sows. I mean, you go out there and start blaspheming the Holy Spirit like that. And then it's like literally within hours, we find out that you have in your own backyard, somebody worse than Gosnell. I don't believe that's a coincidence, guys. I'm not trying to get all Pentecostal here, but I, I don't believe that's it. Aaron, you think that's a coincidence? I don't think that's a coincidence. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very, the chances of that being a coincidence, very, very slim. Very slim. Think that's a coincidence? I don't. And ask those 2,200 lives mm-hmm. that they found, uh, does life begin at breath? Think that's a coincidence, Todd? I do not. I don't either. And so if, 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 if we're not going to act aggressively now, tell me what would have to occur, Bob. And, and this is what I would encourage you. They won't let me in these meetings and stuff anymore. You still get in, okay? They, they still return your calls, all right? It's because I wear a suit. Yeah, that might be it. Okay? <laughs> you wear a Batman t-shirt. Might be it, might be it. We, do me a favor. When you go, when you go back, because they still like you, when you, just ask them. Folks, how many, how many more of these, what, what, what would be exposed... Granola crunching over selling baby parts. Gosnell, now another serial killer, even worse than him. Tell me what, they fired their last president because she wasn't pro-abortion enough, okay? Tell me what they have to do. Do they have to do like a live sacrifice out there in broad daylight, right? We've got former college football players showing up trying to uh, bully, you know, 12-year-old girls out on the streets of Philadelphia on camera and doxing them against the law. Tell me, tell me what they have to do before we decide with, with what we try to counter this with to end this once and for all. Tell me what they have to do. Ask well, them. Well, President Trump, other than you know quoting his own book, Art of a Deal, many times, he does quote a leader that obviously he's very fond of, and that is Jack Welch, former CEO of General Electric. And Jack Welch wrote the book called The Art of Winning or Winning, Okay. And what Jack Welch wrote, which I think Trump would be well to read right now, there are times when things are so important that they're at stake that the followers need to see a leader be willing to go on the lunatic fringe. Meaning, 
That's all I can stand. I can stand it no more. Extremism and the defense of liberty is no vice, right? It's when Bobby Knight, famed basketball coach of Indiana, throws a chair across the court because his Indiana Hoosiers are getting beat at home. There's something so important I'm willing to throw a shot. I'm a lunatic, French. Right now, I'd do our country really, really good if they saw a leader of the pres- as the president of the United States go on that fringe of saying that's all I can stand, can stand it no more, Planned Parenthood, not another dime. Get a case in front of this court immediately, overturn Roe v. Wade. And Trump is willing to do it because one is I think he's actually more and more pro-life than we give him credit for at times. But two is he knows the people of this country are on his side. We're about a culture of life, not about a culture of death. And what we see in South Bend, Indiana, is the worst of the of America, not the best of America. Good to have you back on the show again this week, brother. Thank you. Good to be here. Thanks. We have hour two coming up. We're going to open up the phone lines, 888-900-3393. That's 888-900-3393. We're going to go back to the Kavanaugh topic and turn it over to you on our town hall. And I'm really curious to know, when you see friends, family members posting about this on social media that disagree with you, are they aware of, of no evidence here? I mean, what do they use for explanations for believing this stuff? All right. Phone lines will be open when we come back. 888-900-3393. That's 888-900-3393. It's your turn when we return here on Blaze TV radio and podcast. Stay tuned. And we are back with Hour 2, live and on demand on Blaze TV radio and podcast. I'm Steve Dace. Todd and Aaron are here as well. If you are listening to us today via the podcast, please, if you like the show, leave us a five-star review, which you can do on the podcast platform of your choice. And if you choose to do that, the more of those we get, the more the algorithms like us, and then the more likely we are to find successfully with their help more people like you to get uh sucker i'm sorry convince them uh, into listening to this program as well and that makes it more likely we get to continue to do it for a living which we would all appreciate and hopefully you would too so please leave us a five-star review thank you to all of you that have done that for us already thousands of you have but we could always use thousands more 888-900-3393 is the number we're going to ask for you to sound off and give us your thoughts here in a moment. But first, if you're thinking of taking advantage of uh, plummeting mortgage rates and a boom economy, which is creating a boom real estate market right now, make sure before you go all in that first you find a real estate agent you can trust. Don't take that for granted. Glenn Beck and some of his associates, uh, they learned this the hard way. That's why they started realestateagentsitrust.com. They wanted a real vetting, a real referral service that wasn't about finding clients for agents, but about finding agents worthy of having us for clients, agents whose track record has been proven to be successful, who understand you need a marketing plan that's a little bit more in depth than how about another open house three people show up to on Sunday. And then people who get professional courtesy, they return calls when they tell you they'll do their best to make sure they don't ask you at the last minute if they can bring a buyer by. This is now the third time where they've gone back on that. Okay. So if you want to find an agent that you can trust, you'll find them at realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. So I have a question in light of yet another 
round of accusations against Brett Kavanaugh that there is literally no evidence for. None. And just to reset what happened a year ago, when these allegations first surfaced, our stance on the show was, bring her forth to testify, let her give her, let her give her evidence, let's find out. Nobody wants to believe they've given a lifetime appointment on the Supreme Court to somebody guilty of sexual assault, right? Correct. Right, and there was a lot of debate about this. There were plenty of conservative media, don't do that. Well, I'm like, why not? He's not guilty. First of all, why would you want to go on the court with that air of suspicion around you constantly anyway? Why would you want to live with that? If you didn't do it, I, I already know what your answer is. You face something like this, yeah. right? What, would you want to live with that for the rest of your life, no. something you didn't actually do? No. No. I, I'd, I'd want that to be defended, number one. So, and then number, to me, it was a win-win. We either find out now that we're, before we do it, that we're going to put a creep on the court, so let's stop. Or B, then, you know, he is exonerated and we're not putting a creep on the court. Now we can just look at him, uh, you know, individually about whether you like his legal philosophies and the way that, you know, he, he rules or not. We have this hearing. It becomes a sideshow. She offers very few specifics while she was emotionally compelling at the time, just not really substantive in terms of what she offered. Couldn't really answer why she never told anybody when she got home from the party what happened to her. Um, she offered no specifics, could not even pinpoint that she actually knew this gentleman. Grassley, uh, Senator Grassley from our state, whose committee was, who was running the Judiciary Committee, bent over backwards to get to allow them to enter into evidence what they had. Other than her testimony, they really entered into evidence, nothing else. I believe there were three separate... Well, first of all, he's been passing FBI background checks to be on the Court of Appeals. So if you look at Brett Kavanaugh's life, I believe there were seven different FBI background checks he's already passed. But I believe three of them occurred just as a result of this particular situation. The final one, President Trump said, you know what, even after... He had gone through the hearing. We'll go through one more background check just to see what happens. Nothing came up. Seven of them. You had Michael Avenetti enter into the arena. What was her name again? Sweatshop? Sweat, what was her <laughs> Julie name? Julie Sweatnick. Uh, Sweatnick, yeah. Who goes on MSNBC, and MSNBC's like, uh, this woman has no credibility. They literally said that. We couldn't verify anything this woman claims. But we still let her talk. Yeah, we still gave, put her on national TV anyway. Right? What was her allegation that Brett Kavanaugh was now part of a marauding band of rapists? Right? But, uh, you know, just uh, uh, they were bed intruders. Everybody's getting raped up in here, was what was going on there. Okay? Um, yes, I, I, the, the man who, when the allegations first came out, his response was to say on TV, these are just very hurtful. That strikes you. Yes. Yeah, that, 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 that strikes you as, as, you know, the guy running. Animal House, right. Okay, but all right. That's why we have hearings and investigations, you bet. In the end, they offered no corroborating evidence whatsoever. None, none. And that's why I went out and voted straight ticket Republican for the first time since 2004 over a judge I don't even like because I think he's a squish. Because to me, the precedent of this you know, you want to say the stuff I believe is racist, misogynistic, homophobic, and xenophobic. You want to say the stuff I believe is that? That's outside the rules of engagement in and of itself. 
but I can defend my belief system pretty good. So I'm, I'm totally confident. You bring what you have into the arena of ideas and I'll bring me and mine and pretty sure I'm gonna win that most, more times than not. But, but now we're gonna skip past that to if you disagree with me, I can destroy your life on the, on, with no evidence at all, none. And now we've, we've learned in, in the last month, we've learned from her attorney that one of her driving forces to do this, Christy Blasey, Christine Blasey Ford, was her belief that Roe v. Wade was imperiled. Her own attorney said this on, on camera. We've also learned from her father that he actually supported Brett Kavanaugh's nomination and offered support to Kavanaugh's nomination team against his own daughter. And then on Sunday morning, we all woke up and the New York Times had another bombshell allegation. Another sexual assault allegation against Brett Kavanaugh to which I, I, I wasn't sure if Biden said anything, but I know pretty much everyone else that matters in the Democratic presidential field. Did Biden say something about this? Do you guys know? I haven't heard. Okay. I did not see anything. No. I believe everybody else, though, that matters in the Democratic presidential field. I know Warren did. Kamala Harris did. Bernie Sanders did. All came out and said he has to be impeached from the Supreme Court. Have they said anything since about 10 o'clock Eastern last night when the New York Times revealed that its bombshell was another dud and that the woman in question doesn't remember the incident and didn't want to be interviewed for it. They don't have to. Who's going to hold them accountable? And the, and the persons that, that, that originated this are actually former Clinton and Obama political operatives. I think you... The same press yes. that just did this would have to be the one who hold them accountable. Yes. No, it's yeah. a scam. Agreed. So we all know this, okay? I am curious. I'm curious if you know people in your life. See, this is where you have to help me. Like, I've got plenty of people in my, in my life and my family and stuff that disagree with me on issues. But on stuff like this, they won't step to me. Okay? Because they know if, if, if they don't have their facts straight, they're walking out of this exchange with a limp. They know this. Okay? So, I'll, I, you know, I'll have people in my life that I love and care about or know that if they disagree with me on the issues, will tell me what they think. And then they'll usually ask me for my comeback, but leave the Bible out of it. That's one of my favorite ones. Like, wouldn't you love to go up to Nick Saban? You're, you're coaching against Alabama. Tell you what, we're taking you guys on this Saturday, but you got, Tua's got to stay off the field. You leave Tua out of this. That Tua guy, he doesn't play. And then we'll see what you got. And Nick Saban's like, you know what, you're right. I don't, it would hurt your feelings to play maybe the greatest quarterback this university's ever had. And we had Bart Starr and Joe Namath. You know, we've had some pretty good ones play here. He might be the best of them all. It's really hurtful for us to play him against you. So we're going to sit him on the sidelines and go with the other guys. Would he ever do that? No. That's what that really means, by the way. When they say, leave the Bible out of it, what it really means is, do you mind coming at me without your most devastating weapon? Because then I think I've got a shot to win this thing. If it's just me versus you. That's what it really means. Like you're, you're, you're going out there to meet Dabo on a Saturday. You know what? Take that Trevor Lawrence kid off the field, man. And let's see what you got then. 
right? Yeah. Let's see how good you are without that guy. Now, what coach would say, you know, I'm going to sit him down. No one would. We do this, though. We're like, you're right. Let me, let me, it's the, let me take away the greatest source of knowledge, truth, and wisdom ever, ever unleashed in the history of this planet. And let me see what I can come up with here on my own, just off the top of my head. Does that sound dumb to you? A little bit. Yes. We do this a lot, though. We play right into this. But that's what it really means. What it really means is try to make your argument without the source of your arguments. I dare you go. <laughs> All right. So when it, when, it, when it comes to stuff like this, though, like I'll get passive aggressive stuff from family and friends. They'll ask me stuff like, did you hear about that Kavanaugh? What do you know about that? And if, what it means is I know if my, if my facts ain't straight, Stephen is going to hand me my spleen with some fava beans. All right. So let me passive aggressive ask my nephew or my son or my grandbaby or my buddy. Let me passive aggressive this and see what, what facts he knows I don't know before I just walk up with my head out and my neck exposed. And I'm like, hey, take a swipe at this while you're, if you got a spare moment. Do you get stuff like that sometimes from people you know? Sure. On stuff like this? So when it comes to stuff like this, no one I know steps to me on this. They might, like, you know, post stuff on their walls, but I don't even see that. Well, did you see what okay. happened yesterday from the Iowa Informer? I don't even know what us? the Iowa Informer is. Well, what it's is it? like one dude in his parents' basement. Right, is this up, like a blog in Iowa? Up in Ames, but back when this was out the first time, it included us and several other local Iowans as people, uh, as an expose of people who were supporting this kind of behavior. So instantly they... They re-rack that yesterday, so there we are again. Oh, we told you, we told you. Um, have they, do you think they've done anything since? No, no. No. Listen, if Brett Kavanaugh was guilty of any of this, I'd be fine with executing him. I, I think rape ought to be a capital offense. Anybody want to argue against that? Nope. I'm, I'm totally fine with uh, it. Yeah, I, I would be cool with being boiled alive as well, but, you know, yeah, whatever. I, I'm, I am totally fine if he's guilty of any of this. Uh, taking advantage of Bill Barr's new capital punishment guidelines and lighten up Sparky. And adding uh, Brett's name uh, to the tally. You just have presented me no evidence. None. And we cannot have a society where someone makes a claim because I don't like his politics and therefore it must be true. You got to give me some evidence. She had her day in court. She provided none. She provided no corroborating evidence and she could not even establish that the two of them knew each other. All the other charges that were made were total and complete bunk and debunked. And now the New York Times has debunked its own new charge in in one life comes at you fast bro new cycle all right so i want to know and here's why i want to know i think it, it's useful we're, we're always talking that we're that we're in an a era now that we have to persuade people we can't just rely on a silent majority now and just overwhelm people on election day we've got to win some people over you know and the, the first step to persuasion, well, the second step, to the first step is to know why you believe what you believe. The second stage, we call this three-dimensional thinking on the show. The second dimension is to know why other people believe what they believe. So do you have people in your life, family members, friends, neighbors, associates, that are convinced Brett Kavanaugh is a creeper? 
And if they do, what is their rationale? And if the rationale is they just they they're just hardcore Dems and they want to believe that, tell us. I want to know. I I would like to know if because I'd like I don't we don't like straw men arguments on the show. We don't we don't like turning our opponents into constructs. We're dealing with people here. You know, we we want to persuade people if we can. We want to persuade people until they show us they're not persuadable, and then we want to defeat them. We don't set out trying to defeat them. We want to persuade them. Once they let it know, though, once Pharaoh lets you know he's hard in his own heart, then it's time to defeat him at that point. So do you have people in your life, you see their Facebook pages, what they post, they have said this to you in conversations, that they really believe this Kavanaugh stuff. And what's the basis for them believing it? 888-933-93 is the number. And you could help us out here because I, I would like to know what's that look like? 888-933-93 is the number. I can't think of a reason why you would believe this other than I just don't want him on the Supreme Court. And, it's, and we have this tendency nowadays. Both sides are doing this to some degree. Like it's not it's not good enough to to catch Donald Trump not telling the truth. I need to believe he's a Russian spy, right? Mm-hmm. It's not good enough. It's it's not good enough to 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 find out Donald Trump lied about paying off, sleeping with Stormy Daniels and paying off, paying her off. I need to believe there's a P tape. It's not good enough. You know, we're seeing this a lot these days. Like we're just not even we're not content with the bad stuff about the people we don't agree with and don't like that we know. We need to believe the worst of the worst of the worst. And then we're disappointed when we find out the president the president of the United States is not, you know, the Manchurian Moscow version candidate. We're like, that can't be true. I thought he was this. Ter-. I'm like, really? There's, there's not enough things you don't know about Donald Trump that are unseemly that you just can't yeah. be satisfied with that. No, because they you can't. need this, too. Well, they don't need it too, but they can't get them on this stuff, or they haven't so far. So it's a, it has to be a means to an end. With Kavanaugh, this is like, go, I mean, this, these are terrible accusations, but this is going after Capone on tax evasion just to finally get him. They think he he's guilty of patriarchy. He's guilty of um, uh, white privilege. He's guilty of those things, but we can't necessarily get him right now, so we have to get him on this. That's what this is about. Okay. Okay. Do you know anybody like that? Or maybe they believe this and they're not like that. What is it that they, is their rationale? Do you know anybody like this, Todd? Oh, that, yeah. that believes this stuff about him? Uh, yeah, en- enough of it. And let's, well, here, remember what Take we Take us to... inside their mind. Why? Well, no. Why do they believe this? Well, you remember college. I remember college. Um, not exactly you know, uh, a sanctuary of holiness. And in their mind, when they were in the middle of it, it was living free, free love, uh, tolerance, pushing the envelope. But now they are retconning the very narrative that they were a part of living, happily lived in. That was freedom back then. Mm -hmm. But now that they have to go by the new narrative of make sure uh, uh, Trump is impeached, 
uh, the, the narratives I just talked before about white privilege and patriarchy, that very same thing now is a crime against humanity, and they need to retcon it. To, to like, that was uh, it was a shame that we were uh, we were oppressed back then. We were a part we were a part of something that was wrong, uh, it, and it's. It, they were. They know it happened. They were there. They, they remember this thing. Does anybody like a guy like Brett Kavanaugh? There's all kinds of people like him in Washington D.C. and elsewhere. They spent some time in college with their pants off, but it was like everybody saw it, and no, we didn't have cell phones to take cameras of it. It was just that. That was called college. It's not. A, it's. It's not necessarily a good thing, but it's also not rape. They were clapping for it back then. They were having fun. They couldn't wait until they got their uh, homework done on Friday to, to go participate in whatever uh, this was. And now it's a crime against humanity where anybody who looks like Kavanaugh has to be. Can you imagine every white male who's a judge right now who may be nominated for this next one? Let's set aside Amy Comey Barrett. Can, this is coming for them because they went to college while white and male when they were roughly our age or a decade or so older. Uh, that that's it, I don't really think it's any more complicated than that. So it's the scam of the sexual revolution, which is we we tempt you to throw off restraint. Yes. We 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 normalize you doing so. Yes. We incentivize you doing so. Yes. Then once you do so, um, when you attempt later in life to exemplify any level of standard or righteousness. We then go back to what you did 30, 25, 30, 35 years ago, may or may not have done, maybe way embellish what you did and turn the behavior we incentivized, encouraged, and um, and introduced you to into, as you put it, now it's a crime against humanity. Yeah. And this is why you your the rest of your life is forfeit. You dared to say yes to what we tried to get you to do. Uh, when you were younger and impressionable. And and now that you did it, we hold that against you for the rest of your yeah. life. You can't ever say no uh, or no to any immorality the rest of your life. You're tainted forever. And if you go against us and attempt to grow up, then we get to use that behavior uh, as a launching point to literally just make poop up to destroy you for daring to to stand athwart to progress. Is that what I hear you saying? And by that standard, th you know how many people are guilty? I, I don't know that. I'm how, guilty I, of that. Yeah, how, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know who. I don't yeah. know if a household in America that would escape this right. on some level. Not with everything that's beamed into your phone, to your computer, to your television set. How how would any home in a and that's the and that's the scam, right? We we expose you to act on these temptations, and then once you do. Then we then say this is why you're disqualified from ever opposing us on any level, ever again the rest of your life. Right, which is I, I mean, go, let's go to one of these books up here. That's why it's so dumb to accept their premises on anything. This is a, a, a political lesson to learn once again. You know why? Why do we try to meet them that way? Why do we not do, uh, hold up uh, an entirely different set of premises and and be unapologetic about them after what we've learned with this? They 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 we can't. You can't play this game and win. It is impossible. Yeah, you can't, you can't win. You. Heads, I, heads, I win. Tails, right. you lose. You can't win that. You can't. Let's start off with Susan in Rhode Island. Susan, welcome uh, to the Blaze. Thanks for thanks for your phone call. Do good you know anyone? Good afternoon. Thank you. Wonderful Do you know to, someone uh, that in your that that believes this stuff about Kavanaugh? And can you tell us why? 
Yes, we do. And in our okay. area, it's generational. Basically, anyone uh, 45 years of age and younger, he's guilty. He was guilty from the beginning. And you can't talk to them about lack of evidence. You can't talk to them about rule of law. He's just guilty. And anyone 48, 49 and above, no, let's wait and see. Let's see what the evidence is. We, 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 we approach it with common sense. It doesn't matter if the, there's a lot of Democrats, our age group, that felt that same way. Let's wait and see what happens. Let's approach it and see what the hearings reveal. Um, That's interesting. Can we hit pause right there for just a second? I want to follow up with you on that. So you're in a Democratic stronghold there in Rhode Island. And what you saw... What you saw a year ago when this was all going down is even among Democrats in the older generations, they were by and large ready to, willing to hear the evidence before pronouncing him guilty. Even among Democrats, you saw that. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Absolutely. And I think it has to do with the educational system. All three of our stepdaughters and their friends went to the public school system here. And I think they were taught early on about feminism. I think it started early on that the problem is with the patriarchy, with men, men are the issue. Um, Women can do anything they can uh, and that they want, and they can do it without a man, even have a baby. (laughs) I mean, they were sold all of this for years throughout the educational system, so they come out the other side of it. And how do you think they feel about men in general? Not necessarily their fathers, their brothers, or their husbands, but how they see men in general out there in the country. And when they hear about maybe some of the activities going on college campuses today, which is outrageous, which no one's talking about, they revert back to uh, Judge Kavanaugh's time and try to reflect back and say, oh, well, he was probably doing the same thing with no evidence. I don't know what to say anymore. You can't get through to them. They are steadfast Hmm. in their beliefs. Well, that's exactly why we're discussing this today. Because we're trying to find out that answer. How do you get through to people who believe something there is no evidence for? And if if it's just, I need to believe this because I disagree with you, that's that's human nature, tale as old as time. But... Um, appreciate the phone call, Susan. Good stuff. Aaron, your thoughts. So in what other context about some of the tenets of progressivism, because this is really who we're talking about this, the, the hardened left, the hardened progressive, capital P progressive, in what other context is it normal for them to believe things and have facts ba- back up that belief? Uh, they don't believe that, uh, that a life is a life. When it when it begins, mm. uh, despite the scientific proof, I, that, I see where you're going. That they yep. that, that uh, they don't believe that uh, gender and sex are immutable. Despite, I mean, look, we just talked about this this morning before you got in, Steve Todd and I. Um, people, uh, you know, homosexual, just saying, yeah, this new study that comes out that uh, just proves the the uh, born this way thing. Yeah, it's just you know, it w- I feel this way, therefore I am. What other context do leftists? believe things and have facts and evidence to back things up. I don't think there's very many, if anything, because (laughs) their worldview is fundamentally chaotic. Okay, the Ten Commandments of the progressive worldview 
are inter is intersectionality. I don't need your facts. I don't need logic. I don't need any of that to be on my side. The real crime that Brett Kavanaugh, and you guys were getting to this a few minutes ago, the real crime that he committed is being successful while white. That's, that's the bottom line of all of this here. So why do we need... You're not going to get... I would defy any of the callers right now uh, to, to come up with somebody, as you've said, who they know, who actually have some solid, what we would call facts and reasoning evidence. and evidence yeah. Yeah. to back up their claims. It's not going to happen. Before we comment on that, because that, that's an observation right there, pointing that out, young man. I mean, give us an issue where they have facts supporting anything. Um, if these are the people right now that are trying to get their hands on your hard work, your productivity, your earnings. So if you are looking for ways to protect your wealth, retirement, savings, finances, from the likes of the people we're talking about, from a media that is trying to instigate a recession so they can get an out, an outcome in an election that they want, you know, you, you work too hard to put your money in the hands of these kinds of politicians and fake news. So uh, it's cool to look for unconventional ways to insulate yourself. You know, things like cryptocurrencies, bitcoins, things of that nature. But you know, there, there has been another method that has proven time and time again through the course of human history to be the right antidote to scheming politicians. And it's, it's gold. Uh, the, the smartest and most successful people have used gold to protect themselves from the kinds of folks we're talking about here on the show today. So if you are looking for an alternative currency, that's great. It shows you're informed, independent, you're nobody sheeple. But why gamble on untested methods when the, the solution that is proven to work for eons is gold? And right now you can get the most trusted name in gold to work with you there, Swiss America. Give them a call toll-free right now, 800 289 2646 is the number at Swiss America. 1-800-289-2646. That spells 800 by coin. And ask for the timeless truth about gold report and DVD. They'll give that to you for free. For free. All right. So what do you have to lose for free? Give them a call. 800-289-2646. You know, this is the same conversation divorcing yourself from accountability of facts. This is why we got rid of the gold standard. So we could just print money and spend it how we felt, whether we had the money or not. It's the same exact conversation. All right. So protect yourself from this worldview. Swissamerica.com is the website. Swissamerica.com or 800-289-2646. When we come back, I want to revisit the macro assertion that you just made, Aaron. And, and then discuss, what do we do in light of that then? And take more of your calls if you have thoughts. 888-900-3393 is the number. 888-900-3393. Stay tuned. You know, increasingly corporate America is donating to a lot of the people that we have been talking about that are just making stuff up, uh, character assassination, uh, divorcing themselves from truth and reality. Uh, these are a lot of the causes 
candidates corporate America is donating to, which is why every chance we have to do business with people who don't do that, uh, who don't weaponize the profits we pay for against us, we should take advantage of that. And pretty much all of us have to have a mobile phone in uh, you know 2019. And that's why you need to take a look at Patriot Mobile. It's the only conservative veteran-led mobile phone company. All the same service you get uh, on a national level, but they give profits uh, and, and to causes and candidates you agree with. In fact, just since 2015, they've given about $2 million in profits uh, donating to conservative causes and values uh, around the country. And plans start as low as $25 a month. So why not make the switch, especially with this new incentive right now for a limited time, you get the Moto Z3 Play for only $10 a month. That's the Moto Z3 Play with its uh, expandable storage, uh, the six-inch screen, the high-quality camera. You get that for, for just $10 a month, and they'll throw in one for free if you, if you activate two new lines of service. That's right, you get a second Moto Z3 Play for free if you activate two new lines of service. Take advantage of this right now at patriotmobile.com slash blaze. Again, patriotmobile.com slash blaze. So we're taking your calls here this hour on our Monday Town Hall and asking you, do you know anybody in your life that believes these charges against Brett Kavanaugh there has been zero evidence for? And in fact, all of the evidence has actually exonerated him. The evidence we actually do have. And if so, do they have reasons they believe this other than I just want to believe it because I don't like him and his politics? 888-900-3393 is the number. Let's go down to Texas next. Sven is here with us. Thanks for the call, Sven. What do you think? Hey, uh, how are you guys doing? Um, Good. I'm, uh, well, I'm from Germany. Uh, I'm a German national. I live here in Fort Worth. Um, so I have family in Germany, and uh, my brother is very invested in uh, U.S. politics, as is um, well, a lot of Europe. If you went to uh, the German version of Google News, you'd see most of the headlines are about the U.S., not about Germany. It's a common thing that we do over there. We deflect of what's going on in our own countries and what's going on. We, we rather like to look at what the orange man is doing. So, um, and yeah, and my brother is a full-on communist. He's, a, he's in socialist groups over there in, in, in Germany. They're even too far left for the German government, so they're, they're surveilling those groups that he's in. Um, but I'm, I'm sure he's not listening to this, so it should be fine. Um, anyhow, um, every time I bring stuff like this up, he will totally deny any kind of evidence I, I bring to him to the contrary of what his beliefs are. Um, he will explode um, and uh, just, just basically just you know flip the board and uh, walk away. That's uh, usually the reaction I get from him. Um, well, while claiming he's for tolerance and diversity at the same time, I'm guessing, correct? Uh, well, I mean... To be fair, he, you know, he's a, he's a true believer. So uh, if you mm -hmm. argued with him about uh, um, what, what the actual ramifications of his beliefs are, he would, uh, he would agree with you that you, know, you might have to go to prison. But um, that's not most people, I would at least hope. And, uh, so he won't, he won't accept any evidence that doesn't line up with the conclusion that he desires, is what you're telling us. Yes, yeah, so I, I don't believe. I don't believe he, he isn't aware of the arguments I'm making, and, and he doesn't, to some, or at least he doesn't deep down agree with what I'm saying. That this is that you know what he's believing is bogus, at least about stuff like Kavanaugh and um, other stories that are in the news. But he understands what you're talking about. That this is a steel cage match, and uh, his ideology will enter, our ideology will enter, and only one can come mm -hmm. out. So, uh, in, in the so all, all sense of truth seeking is uh, suspended until you know we got this whole thing figured out. He's going to 
who's going to rule here uh, after, after we're done with it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a funny example about this. Uh, the Jess- Jessica Janine story, the Wax My Balls biggest guy. Um, mm-hmm. When I brought this up, uh, he was a, he hasn't, hasn't even heard about the story because, you know, the kind of leftist outlets he uh, reads, listens to, they didn't even report on it. But when I brought it up, he, uh, he straight out just said it was bogus. And then I was like, all right, let me go to Google. And I found the story. Um, and, you know, I, the first the first stories were all from, like, Daily Wire and all that stuff. So I went with National Review, was still on the first page of Google. And when I, when I opened my mouth and said National Review, uh, he screamed, screeched, and uh, walked away from the phone. So um, no, there's, there's no real discussion going on there. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's all forced, and someone's going to win. Sven, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it even though you confirmed all of our worst fears. Thank you for the call. Um, You guys know what this means, right? War? Yeah. Yeah. That's because the... I mean, if, if, if... If that's where we are, and what'll be difficult for people like us is this will be increasingly what Sven just described will increasingly be used to justify following suit lest we let those people win, right? Lest we, mm-hmm. we let them and to paraphrase a former president, we are suspending virtue and integrity in order to save sure. virtue sure. and integrity. We're suspending truth-telling in order to save the truth, right? Sure. This will be the great challenge for people like us in this era. Because on one hand, we were one of the first places that tried to warn a lot of... It's funny now. Everybody wants to say the stuff that got me kicked out of meetings a few years ago. They, They got me labeled persona non grata a few years ago for pointing these things out. But the temptation will be, that's why we have to become like these people. And and I, I think that plays, I know this is a reoccurring theme, I think that plays right into their hands to do that. I think, I think they're waiting for us, let's say Brett Kavanaugh was guilty. Would we have been fine? Or the evidence was, in fact, let's not say that he was guilty, because I think if it was clear he was guilty, the vast majority of people, even on the right, would say he's got, you know, fry his ass. Let's say they had more corroborating. It wasn't clear, but they had more corroborating evidence than they brought forth, which is zero. All right. Let's say they brought a, a, a little bit more forth. Like a yearbook or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I walked into that. All right, so let me offer some specifics. Thank you for holding uh, my feet to the fire. Let's say they could at least corroborate that they were, knew each other. Let's say they could at least corroborate they were at that party together that night. Let's go with that. Okay. Is that fair? Sure. Is that okay? You think that's fair? Yeah. Let's say they corroborated they not only knew each other, they were both there at that party last night. And let's say her father doesn't come out in defense of Brett Kavanaugh, but in defense of her. That's all that changes. What happens, do you think? Uh, and, and I think it's pretty it, clear if that happens, he's not on the court. All right? right. I'm not talking about, so let me specify that too. Not what happens to him. 
how do we react before oh. before oh. the outcome is known how do we react do we deflect do we want to know the answer to that question i think we need to know the answer to that question because a lie is not going to defeat a lie and i think this is we have to resist with all of our might two tendencies the first my first thought when I saw Ted Cruz on George Stephanopoulos Sunday, when I saw that in my Twitter feed, why the hell is Ted Cruz talking to George Stephanopoulos? And I would about, about trust him in that, in that situation more than a lot of other people. But what, what is to be gained by talking to him? Is George Stephanopoulos out there reporting today about the, the fact the New York Times just went out there and lied to people for an entire news cycle yesterday? We have to resist the temptation to treat those who are taking part in this with any level of, of, uh, of, of respect for their uh, professional respect, for the respect for their platform. We have to be willing, when our enemy says, I'm your enemy, we have to be willing to acknowledge and stop pretending that they don't mean what it is that they're saying. That's the first tendency. And then... The other one is to resist the temptation to say, well, since that's who you are, I get to be just like you if that's what it takes to beat you. And, and this isn't even just about the moral high ground. Because, like, I don't have a problem with firebombing Dresden, do you? No. I don't have a problem with it. You have a problem with dropping the atom bomb? No. Neither do I. You know? I mean, God looked at his people and said, go in there, man, and just... You're the urban renewal plan. May it rain. Kill everything. Cause you're, we're hitting control alt delete there in Canaan, and you're the button. So, I mean, I, I, I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with getting my hands dirty. This isn't about a moral high ground. As much as, A, if we lose our identity in the conflict, we won't gain it back after the conflict is over. French Revolution, anybody? We won't. If we lose... If we, lose our, if we lose our integrity in the conflict, if we win, we won't gain it back after we win. History shows that. History shows that. Number two, these people are deconstructionists. They just want to tear down the stuff we're trying to conserve. So they are fine if we grab mustard gas to fight their sarin gas. They're totally fine with it. They don't care. Lies for lies. No integrity, baseless accusation for baseless accusation. All it means is more poison in the bloodstream, and that's what they want. Remember what Bob Vanderplatz said last hour? I would just go to Trump and ask him, why are you giving money to your political opponents? Same thing I'm saying here. Why adopt the tactic that leads to the end game of your opposition? They want to tear down what it is you want to preserve. Why would you Stalingrad? Why would you burn the village to save it? They don't care who lights the match. They just want to see it burned. If it's burned when it's done, win. They call it a win. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Your thoughts on that? Well, but are we... Here's a, a question. Are we... I'll go even further. My attitude wouldn't change based on uh, the, what you laid out if we could assume... Uh, he was really there at the same party with Christian Blasey Ford. Mm -hmm. uh, there was there was still uh, 
uh, not enough there. Let's talk about this case here. Let's say there's a college party where a bunch of 19-year-old guys are streaking the quad and come on in, and then some some ridiculous brandishing uh, their swords yeah, is that brandishing what you're their sword and the the, yep. the girls are all lit too and can't remember half of what happened that night and yeah it, it, something could be inferred that yes kavanaugh was walking through this room and naked and a bunch of women saw him is his life over forever because he was there is, is, he, he he doesn't get to be judge 30 years later because that happened that's that's preposterous too it, not because that I, I agree I, with you. Not because that's yep. just college. Trust me, I'm going to warn all four of my daughters: uh, be wary of that's just college because that you, there's a lot of slippery slopes there. I get it, but this is this is a ridiculous path we're going down because again, it it will weaponize almost everything you've ever said or done in a way that paralyzes you for the rest of your uh life this is that that even that's not a standard to hold over this guy's head now even if it happened in something close to the way they're talking about it just isn't let's get one more quick phone call in here nathan in virginia nathan you're live and on demand on the blaze sir go ahead hey guys how are you doing today we could be a little better but we could be a lot worse what that's do you think the truth of the facts so I talked to all the liberal friends on my department and all around, everything like that, and all these people are saying, show me the facts, show me your evidence whenever I give them a saying, hey, that's not true, or hey, this was retracted, anything like that. And so I show them uh, New York Times, or I show them The Blaze, or I show them any of these other articles and everything like that, and they go, oh, that's fake news, oh, that's fake news. So they're not trusting any sources, even if they're on their own side. They're not trusting any sources at all when I come across saying, hey, Brett Kavanaugh's innocent or... So pure uh, con- pure confirmation right. bias, right? That, if it doesn't confirm it confirm what I want to be true, then it's biased. Exactly. All right. Thank you for the call, Nathan. There, there's a clinical term for this with cults you're describing. You guys all know you're describing cognitive dissonance. That's what this is. It can't be true because it's not convenient for me to believe that it is true at the time because it goes against my group think. Well, Therefore, it must be false. What's power enough to make you think like that? It's it's bef- a cult. Well, and what's at the hate? This first cult, yeah. a tale as old as time, the devil. Just, it, he wasn't like some sophist. Did God really say, let's think this through? No, he hated God. And I'm rewatching Lost with my daughters now, the first eight or nine episodes. They love it, by the way, but I forgot that, you know, once it gets to the dark and the light and they have that great conversation where they're, they're talking things through and then the dark guy, he just pauses and says, do you know how much I really hate you? It's, what, it's just fantastic writing. Hmm. But I forgot... They, right at the beginning, they planted that seed in like episode four. There's the two stones, the dark yep. and the light. This mm-hmm. is at the heart of anything. They hate us, and that's enough. Most of us have tens, even hundreds of thousands of dollars of equity stored up in our homes. It's our savings account, maybe your retirement nest egg. Maybe it's there for an emergency like your Todd, and you've got four daughters and four weddings you'll be paying for one day and wondering, how am I going to make that work? Well, the equity in your home is what you're maybe planning on doing to make that work, right? Then one day you go to take advantage of that 
and it's gone. It's called home equity theft. The FBI warns it's one of the fastest growing crime sprees in the country because thieves and scammers realize now that our mortgages, home titles are kept online in databases that can be hacked. So they go there, hack in, make it look like you sold your home to them, and then they liquidate all of your equity using your home as collateral. They stick you with the payments, maybe even the foreclosure notice. Your mortgage insurance cannot protect you, neither can your bank or identity theft protection, but for pennies a day, Home Title Lock will. They put a virtual barrier around your home's title. If they detect anything nefarious threatening your home's title whatsoever, they will mobilize quickly to stop it. And right now, they are offering 60 risk-free days of protection at HomeTitleLock.com. 60 risk-free days of protection at HomeTitleLock.com. Aaron, before we get out of here, I want to go back to the first caller we had, Susan from Rhode Island. Sure. Who said that, uh, you know, she lives in a, in a Democratic stronghold there, and she said, hey, older generations that are Democrats and don't like Trump, a lot of people I knew were willing to listen to see what the evidence showed. But the younger they were in the on the left, the less likely they were to listen to evidence and just immediately pronounce him as guilty. What are your thoughts on that as the millennial here? I haven't uh, on, on the show. I haven't really seen that. Maybe that's because of uh, who I hang out with um, most of the time. But I haven't really seen that too much most of the time. And you'll remember this uh, during the uh, "He Who Shall Not Be Named" Gadsden Mall terror. Um, uh, you know that whole controversy, that whole thing. You'll remember, and I think this happened during the Kavanaugh hearings as well. Women who watched this had a very different perspective than men. And that's the biggest difference that I've seen. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest difference I've seen in any of these high-profile incidents of this nature, not necessarily the age divide, although I do not discount that. And that totally makes sense from, I believe it was Susan as well. Yes, Susan. And uh, and so I don't want to completely discount, but I'd I'd say the biggest difference or the biggest gap is actually between the sexes. Got a note from, whoops, sorry about that. Got a note from one of our listeners quickly, Diane, who says um, she tried talking to her daughter about this last year and her daughter just believes it because it's a democratic talking point. She'd ask her for evidence. She has nothing to back it up. She said, you know, this is like what they did at the Salem witch trials, but her daughter's mind was just closed. So when you move on, when persuasion is no longer on the table, their only one option remains defeat. There's two options at the start. Persuasion is one, but when, especially it moves to defeat when it, when they let it be known that your inability to persuade them will not lead to an accommodation of differences, but instead if granted the authority and the power to do so, they will use it to impose government on you for not being persuaded the other way that you will be made to care so you start with persuasion when it's no longer true then you move on to the only option left defeat everybody have a great day back at it again tomorrow from noon to 2 eastern right after Glenn Beck overtime coming your this way for our Blaze TV Steve subscribers Dace. for the rest of you John on the Blaze Radio Network